I wasn't the smartest person coming out of college. I wasn't the smartest person getting into tech sales. Mm. I wasn't the smartest person, you know, in my family, you know, but I will tell you this right now, um, probably making a lot more money <laughs> than a lot of people. <laughs> it's, it's because of execution. It's because of execution, right? It's nothing yeah. else. It's nothing else because of execution. I say I'm going to do something and I do it. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, and welcome to yet another edition of Tech Niche Tips. I'm your host, Joseph, and I'm so excited to have this guest with us. This guest has been somebody you have been probably seeing for a while from quite a height, right? I'm talking about Black Heights himself, Mr. Antoine Wade. Antoine, we're so glad to have you. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing fantastic, Joseph. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Uh, looking to uh, contribute to uh, your audience today, man, and 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 really answer any questions that you guys may have around the tech sales space, which is a space that I've been living in since 2018. So uh, okay. excited to be on your show today, Joseph. Thanks so much for having me. I'm gonna let that settle in right now. I said 2018. That's Ooh, right. Five man. years, man. Five it's, years. Oh, and I know it's more than that because of my of my, my my research that I did, but we're gonna definitely get into it. What we normally do on this channel is we take it from the beginning. We start from the boots, which is symbolic of the journey one takes to get to where you are, Mr. Wade. And then we take it from the boots to the mindset, which is symbolic of the mindset one needs to have to be where you are, but to scale from there. So if you don't mind giving a synopsis to the audience right now, can you tell us a little bit about your story from the very beginning where you were born and raised? Yeah, so I'm a small town kid. I grew up in a small town called Orangeburg, South Carolina, which is in the armpit of South Carolina, in between Columbia, South Carolina, and Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, I grew up in a single parent home, Joseph. And um, what I would tell you is this, is I learned through that journey that family is important. I've also learned through that journey that education is important. So uh, early on, uh, my grandmother worked for uh, some people doing some house sitting and so forth. And uh, they were a very wealthy family. And one of the things that they uh, made sure of was that all of their kids are going to go to school and that they were going to go to school to either be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer. So of course, that's the same sort of um, education that grandma brought home to her household as well, too. If you're going to go to college, you have to go to school to be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer because they have a big house. They have a big fence. We used to go and pick her up. It's like, man, the house is big, bigger than anything that we actually saw. Joseph. And from there, um, did well in school, did well in high school, uh, decided that I wanted to uh, go to college, uh, go to college to be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, started my college career off as a computer engineer major, made some changes after I had to leave the school and they didn't have a, a computer science or computer engineering uh, program at the school that I was transferring to and uh, came upon the major of management information system, something that I talk about often on this channel. And that is a major, Joseph, of a combination of business as well as the tech space, where you get an opportunity to learn about the business side, accounting, uh, organization, uh, finance, uh, economics, and so forth, but also on the IT side, the how to code. And back then we were coding in C++. And I know C++ is a, a good language and continues to be a good language, but Java, uh, Visual Basics. Uh, we learned about database management. We learned about uh, process design, system analysis, and so forth. And I really found my niche. But one of the things that I did, Joseph, was I wanted to make sure that I was going to leave school with 
a job. So worked hard during college, uh, worked full time during college, right? So be able to get the experience to land that full time job directly out of college. Uh, I always said to myself that I wanted to be an engineer because it was always in the back of my head, just like I said, I said, right? Grandma said, doctor, lawyer, engineer. So my first position that I ended up getting after graduating college, Joseph, was a software engineer. And um, 17 years later, I've been in a number of roles, number of roles that um, uh, I've been promoted into, starting from a software engineer, going to senior software engineer, master software engineer, project lead, project manager, um, uh, manager of support, uh, uh, senior manager, director, uh, AVP, VP, and now a GM of a business unit in a public company that is worth a billion dollars in my, um, you know, my, my, my business unit is responsible for 66 million of that. So uh, great career. I've only worked for two companies in my life, only been in the supply chain industry, supply chain tech industry uh, my entire life. I think that is important because if you want to be a high earner, you really want to be in a space where you have a lot of knowledge in, right? If you want to be a high earner, you want to be in a space where you have a lot of knowledge and a lot of skills in. You want to have the, a diversified portfolio in the roles that you've had as well, too. And I've been able to do that. Uh, therefore, uh, being a very high earner uh, in the space and also being a person that um, uh, continues to grow. And ultimately, my goal, Joseph, is to uh, be a CEO of a public company one day, whether that's my own with the things that I have going on today or whether that's working for, I don't know, some Fortune 500 or some small company that goes public. That's my ultimate goal, Joseph. Hey there, thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get for, through me, Joseph50. That's right, $50 off through Joseph50. So if you're interested in getting into that course, any which one, whether it's, again, tech sales, IT, or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below, click on the link, and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? And that is a great goal to have. Wow, wow, wow. A lot has been said in the things that you are saying. And so if you're if you're watching this, grab the popcorn, take out your paper and pen right now because your hands will be on fire for writing notes. In fact, let's skip it. We're in the digital age. Go right now and make the comment section your notebook and type down the things that you're picking up because he's going to be dropping some gems. I'm telling you right now, be prepared. I'm not going to go farther than that because I don't want to get sued by Disney. But let's go into this right now. You talked about family being an important part of your journey of your life. Remember, mm -hmm. doctor, engineer, lawyer. Um, can you dive in a little bit deeper and really kind of let's extract some more from that. Can you tell us a little bit more about your family and the impact they had on you? Yeah, big time. Right. So believe it or not, Joseph. Right. So I come from a, a family, uh, military family. So my mother and father got divorced when I was 11 years old. So uh, then, um, you know, uh, I grew up with my mom, my grandma, aunts, uncles and so forth. My father was in our life, but not really there. Right. So uh, a lot of the things that we have to we had to learn was from the community around us. And we had a fantastic community, Joseph. I'm talking about 
you know, a lot of strong women, a lot of women who uh, got up every single day, made sure that their kids were taken care of. Grandma was there. If mom wasn't there, aunts was there. If mom wasn't there. So a supportive community. And not only that, these women also have their own kids. And not only that, they have their own husbands as well, too. So we grew up in an environment where we had a lot of um, positive uh, influence uh, on us. Uh, from looking at my cousin who's gone to college and her becoming a speech pathology, uh, a speech pathologist, and then, you know, going and get her master's and her PhD and so forth. That was something that I always strived for, right? And when you have people in your family that do these things, you have a, somebody that you can emulate yourself behind, right? So yeah. um, the, posit- the, the, the family was a positive influence on me, even though I come from a, a broken home. But nonetheless, I had the positive role models in my life from, you know, after my mother moved this from South Carolina to Wisconsin, had my uncle in the household with me, right? And my uncle was a, 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 a real estate millionaire, multi-millionaire, right? So when you grow up in these sort of environments where your family is a strong unit and they want to make sure that the generations that are coming behind, right, are, are getting the things that they need you're going to have a lot of success. And I can tell you like this, my family has a lot of successful people. Now, my mother didn't go to college. My father didn't go to college, right? Well, my father went to college after he left the military, but that was a little bit later in his life. But we don't come from a family where, you know, uh, uh, my mom went to college or my father went to college and they said, you had to go to college. No, it was something that was instilled in this from my grandma seeing it from the people that she thought were super successful, had the big house, you know, had, was able to afford the, 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 you know, the two, three times a year vacations where she was able to go and she was there to nanny and babysit kids. All that stuff was happening way before, uh, 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 you know, I thought it was even possible right mm. now. I'm able to do these kind of things. Right. But I, I think about where it started, right. It started yeah. from, grandma being able to share her stories with us of people that she's had in her life and people that she's raised to really bring that into her household and basically give us a little bit of nutrients and allow for us to grow. And um, Mm. that's where I picked up a lot of, a lot of positivity, uh, Joseph, throughout my, uh, uh, you know, my, my family values and, and, and journey and so forth that really has paid a uh, or had a direct influence into who I am today, Joseph, and uh, and how I continue to operate. But now I have a family. I am a husband, and I'm a father of two kids, right? And the things that we talk about in my house are: you're going to go to school. If you're going to go to school, you're going to get that right degree. You're not going to get some degree that is going to be worthless, and you're not going to be able to make a living for yourself coming out of mm. it. Right now, I'm mm. not forcing my kids to go to college. I won't force them to go to college. But these are the conversations that we're having early on, right? And yes. these are the conversations that we will continue to have, um, you know, throughout our life. And whatever it is that they choose to do, the biggest things I say is to work hard at it, right? You know, get the support that you need. Ask for the support that you need. Know that it's not going to come easy. Know that it's going to really take hard work. And yeah. hard work is not, you know, hard work is subjective, but it has to be, you know what? You have to get up every single day, live, breathe, and want to be better than the next person. And ultimately, if you do that, you're going to gain enough skills that's going to pay you, or matter of fact, not pay you, you're going to earn what mm-hmm. you deserve to be paid, right? And that's and yeah. that's where I am today in life. 
I've, I've, I've done multiple things throughout my life, Joseph, in my career to where I have the skills to be able to make that translate into a high income. And um, a lot of that started with just the old family, the family values that it, uh, was instilled in us and uh, the positivity that we got uh, in a household, my man. Ooh, family values. Like exactly. when we when we take time to really think about the things, if you had the opportunity to be in a home like Antoine was, where you're exposed, that word exposed to mm -hmm. so much, mm -hmm. it really could set you in a positive trajectory. I know there's a lot of uh, my generation, I would say, who may have been exposed their parents may be like, hey, just go to college. But mm -hmm. they didn't have those detailed conversations that you are having with your kids saying, hey, not just go to college, but go and pick the right degree that you can now make a living from mm -hmm. versus just picking anything and getting into all this debt. Exactly. <laughs> I think exactly. that's that is a very key point to take away from everything that you said. And there's so many gems. So like I said, y'all use the comment section as your notebook. It's there for you. And now I'm going to pivot into what you just said, degree. Now, mm. you said it actually in a recent video that you went and you did a management, a specific one, an information management degree. Is that what it's called? I want to make sure I got it right. Yes, yeah, actually called management information systems. And it's a business degree, Joseph. And mm. another name for it there, they're coming up with new names for it to kind of keep it up to date and fresh, right, is information technology management. And many schools have it, or they may have, it, it may be called information systems, same sort of degree, but it's a combination of business as well as technology. And it's a a one of the best degrees out there. I, I encourage a lot of people to go out there and, and research it if they're going to go to college uh, because it's uh, a high earning degree. Yes. And I think that if you are planning to go to college or if you have somebody in your family that wants to go to college and get into tech, listen to the man right here. This degree has served him well because now he was he was able to take that degree and get, use that engineering portion of it to get into software engineering. Mm -hmm. And can you talk a little bit about your experience there? Because people would say, hey, you got into software engineering. Why even consider tech? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So again, going back to what was told to me is, you know, if you want to make a lot of money, again, it's doctor, lawyer, engineer. So, okay, well, at that point in time, I would tell you this, Joseph, I grew up playing video games, Sega, you know, PlayStation. I had all the Playstations and video games in my life. Right. So I always wanted to work with computers. I always wanted to be in that sort of environment and so forth. Well, you know, it, it's it's not like outside of becoming a doctor, lawyer, engineer, you, you know where you're going to, you know, end up. Right. It, it, it happened that, you know, the management information systems program, you know, talked about computers it talked about uh a software it talked about or it taught us about um you know the business side of things and that's where i ended up right so ultimately you get a degree that's focused on business and technology and how you can help business with their uh uh uh, uh to in improve their efficiency with technology and to learn to use technology right and to grow their business then ultimately that's where you're going to end up. So with that degree, I said, okay, well, I have to find a job where, you know, it's going to allow for me to leverage these same skills that I'm getting and I'm learning within my degree program. Okay. Well, I looked up what are some of the roles that are responsible or, or, or what are some of the roles that management information systems majors are getting same sort of roles that computer science majors are getting you as well too. And I have a mm. computer science minor, right? So uh, uh, software engineering was one of them. 
right? Uh, developer was one of them. Uh, web developer was one of them. Data analyst was one of them. Business analyst was another. Consultant. All these roles are roles that are out there. But I said to myself, because of the engineering that I heard, Dr. Laurie Engineer, I wanted to be a software engineer. I knew what software mm -hmm. engineers did by doing the research. They were responsible for implementing software. They're responsible for some coding, you know, some architecture designs and so forth for software. I was like, man, that sounds like a great job. And not only that, um, you know, I, I can do this. I believe I can do this. So started to apply, start to apply, start to apply, got rejected hundreds of times. Right. And ultimately a company took its chance on me. Uh, and I say a company took its chance on me because you know, anytime somebody hires you, they're going to take a chance on you, right? They have no idea how you're ultimately going to do, but I sold myself into this company, yeah. right? I sold myself and my values into this company. And long story short, I stayed there for 10 years, right? With over six promotions, right? When I left there, I was already making over $150,000, right? Wow. And I grew from a salary coming in at $48,000, right? So, you know, uh, over the 10 years, salary grew, Positions grew, allowed for me to get to another company, making even more money, getting an opportunity to uh, move my family overseas for three years, right, to Southeast Asia, where I'm responsible for a, a business unit, right? And uh, uh, it allowed for me to just to grow and bloom, Joseph. So the technology space, how did I get into it? Well, it's because of my degree program, and, and my degree program led me into it. How did I get in supply chain? Well, you coming out of school, you kind of got to take anything that comes uh, about you that seems like a good fit. I had two choices, Coca-Cola or either Red Prairie. Red Prairie is a uh, or was a um, a supply chain software provider. So they provided warehouse management solutions to Levi Strauss, to some of the big retailers, grocers, transportation companies that exist uh -huh. out there. They had transportation management solutions and labor management solutions. So I grew up in a warehouse space. Uh, working on uh, 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 warehouse management system implementations, and that's what led me to, um, you know, it, it's it's a it was a kickstart to where I am today, Joseph. In the tech space, I will tell you just like like this right now. I've been in it for 17 years, mm. and I I love the fact that I'm in it and continue to be in it because, you know, when you're in tech, you have a lot of opportunities. Again, I started from a software engineer. Now I am a GM, right? reporting into a COO, right? So um, it's a lot of opportunities for advancement. There's, you can go multiple ways within your career. Anything that you want to do to diversify your skill set, you can ultimately do that, Joseph. And I, I would encourage many people to go into tech because it's the future. It's what every company will be or continue to use. They will be a tech company. This is what it is. And the future is now. So future is now. The future is now. So if you want to take advantage of what is being said by Antoine right now and get into this industry, you know the link below, Course mm -hmm. Careers. It's right below. So click on the link. Take the free introductory course. You might feel like, hey, I'm not too sure if this is for you. That's what that introductory course is for. But when you get in, get in and go running. Go running after this because this is something that is going to change your life because I know it changed my life. And I, I believe, but based on the testimony of Antoine, it has changed his <laughs> as well. It has. Well, it's, me, it, it has. 
Ooh, let me talk about that for a second, though. You said 10 years, mm -hmm. six promotions within that year, and especially in the day of age where we're talking about job hopping and, and flying and skyscraping and doing all sorts of things to get to the next opportunity. You saw opportunity within your company. Was it a public company at the time or was it private? No, at the time it was private. It Ooh. was at the time it was private. Now I work for a public company and I've been there for it'll be eight years in October, Joseph. And I can tell you this, I've even had maybe five to six promotions at this company as well too, right? So uh, I call it ladder climbing. That's why I call the, you know, the, yep. the community that I talk about it is ladder climbing, right? And people can choose to ladder climb by, you know, jumping companies. I chose a ladder climb internally, right? And uh, ultimately what I realized since I went into sales is that I sold myself into every single position by mm -hmm. showing and having the results, right? But also knowing the actual people that are responsible for helping me get to those positions and me sharing that I want to be in those positions and showing that I can do those roles. I sold myself into them, right? You mm -hmm. already know, Joseph, you're in sales now. It's really about selling yourself and making a transaction happen. Absolutely. Well, every one of my promotions, I was able to sell myself to make a transaction happen. That mm -hmm. led myself to making more money, which is the same thing you do in sales. Whenever you sell something, you make more money, right? Uh, ultimately, when uh, it, it, it allowed me to uh, build continuous skills, that's going to pay me more money as well, too. And I can take these skills anywhere else and, uh, you know, have success just about anywhere else in the supply chain space. So, um, you know, sales is very important. And uh, I would say this, you know, ladder climbing internally is the way that I chose to go. But there's multiple ways that you can go to, you know, gain skills, whether it's you know, job hopping or ladder climbing internally. I just chose a ladder climb, uh, Joseph. Hey, family, it's Joseph here again. Now, you have heard me talk about how tech sales has changed my life. I actually want to introduce you to another career that if you decide to go into it, truly is recession proof. And that is cybersecurity. Level Careers is a platform similar to Course Careers that is self-paced and allows you to obtain knowledge and ed education in cybersecurity. And get this, without prior experience or a degree. That's right. And so you definitely want to get into that. And if you are interested in learning more about cybersecurity, go ahead and click the link below. It's in my description. And use my promo code JOSEPH10. That's right. Use my promo code JOSEPH10 in order to save 10% off of the purchase price of that course. So without further ado, I'm not gonna delay you. Go click on the link, check out the free introductory courses and change your life today. Joseph. Nice, nice. And you and you know so funny, that was the next thing I was gonna say. It's a, the next part of this conversation is for the ladder climber. So this is the ladder climber edition of Techniche Tips. And uh, it's so funny that you said that because that's exactly what I was gonna say next because my question is to you, you did that in 10 years of being a software engineer of five, six times being promoted. But mm -hmm. in five to six years of you being in tech sales, you've scaled almost similar to that in regards to the five to six promotions. So, so you transitioned from software engineer to tech sales. Let's talk about that transition for those that don't know. Yeah, it's, it was a big transition. And I would tell you, and I don't want to skip the steps in between, Joseph. I'll tell you like this, right? So software engineering, senior software engineer, master software engineer, uh, project lead, project manager, manager of support, which is responsible for supporting the overall solutions that your company builds. So I'm the front line, right? Customers are always pissed off, right? When the software doesn't work, right? I'm responsible for that. Uh, become a senior manager, then a director of, of support services. Then I went to customer success, which is more of like the account management, the commercial side, making sure that your customers are getting the value that they need from the software. Then I said, okay, well, 
after that, I need to make another move within my career in order for me to you know, continue to uh, uh, put myself in a position to be a CEO one day. And one of the things that I was told by a mentor, Joseph, was you have to have commercial experience. What is commercial experience? Well, sales experience. You have to be responsible for revenue. So my company allowed for me to make the move into sales, right? It, it was against a, a couple of people's you know, uh, of minds. It wasn't, you know, fully, it was supported by the executive team, but, you know, one or two had some things to say about it. I went into the row and of course crushed it. Right. Mm -hmm. Now there's other people that are in this row who look like me and all this other stuff. Right. Cause I opened the way and opened the door for a lot more other people, but ultimately getting into sales allows for me to go from a enterprise account executive to a V or to a principal of channel and, uh, 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 of channel and alliances, right? Where you're working with other big time you know, partners like you know the global service providers out there that exist, the Deloitte, Accenture's and so forth. Uh, and then from a channel alliances uh, as a principal of channel alliances and so forth, I moved over to VP, which was responsible for the sales and the operations of specific products. And then from a VP to a general manager, which is responsible for entire business unit, the support behind it, the sales behind it, all of it, right? So um, I, I, I wanted to make sure that I covered that because it's not just a transition from software engineering to sales. There was a journey along yes. the way, right? And that journey uh, uh, started in you know 2006 and I went into sales in 2018. So all of the, you know, my career experience really helped me to become a really good sales professional, even though I wasn't doing, you know, sales at that time, I was doing more of the operation side, the development side and so forth. But the transition going back to your question, Joseph, was one that I would say uh, for me was I had to get out of my own head, right? Because people right. are telling you, hey, Antoine, you know what? If you want to really become a CEO, like you're saying you want to, you need to get a commercial, you need to get commercial experience. I'm scared of sales, Right. Because I've been in the shoes of the support people. I've been in the shoes of the software engineers where salespeople say that we have something that don't exist yet. Right. They're selling the idea and I have to go find a way that I have to implement or create that solution for somebody. And, mm. you know, that that may comes with you know ups and downs from a client satisfaction standpoint. Yeah. But what I realized is that I was just in my own head. I, I realized that I was in my own head, Joseph, right? Because the majority of salespeople that I, I knew or even the thought about sales was the car salesman. You know, I've purchased multiple cars in my life and those are never a good experience. I don't care what you say. You go to a car dealership. You're on the defense. You, you're on the defense all the time. You know you're on the defense, right? So if I equate that sales, I'm telling myself, this is the type of person that I need to become a car salesman. I don't know if I'm going to do that because that's not who I am as a person. But what I realized, Joseph, is that sales in technology is nothing like car sales. Sales in technology is more of a consulting type of a role where you are an influencer to help solve your customers' problems. That is all it is. It's a relationship. Just like, you know, I'm on the phone with Joseph right now. We're on a, this call, you know, and, and, and I build a great relationship with Joseph. He knows that I'm a expert in the supply chain industry and he needs or he has this problem with his business and I bring him solutions and Joseph says you know what I like you Antoine you you've, you've told me that you can help me solve my problems I'm going to win you're going to win that's all it is it's me providing solutions for you that my company has right you trusting in me 
right? And you ultimately making the purchase. That's all it is. It's not me yeah. saying, hey, you know what? Uh, 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 how much does your how much is your credit? It's not me uh, wanting to dig into your financial business. It's not me wanting to dig into your personal business. It's not me looking down on you because you don't look the part. It's none of that, right? So sales is a different ballgame. It's more of a consulting approach, especially in the technology world. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And and I'm not going to ever strut and say I'm an expert in this, but I did have experience with B2C sales. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're exactly right. With B2C sales, it's almost as if there's a feeling like, is this person trying to get over on me mm-hmm. versus B2B sales where there's a mutual understanding? Like we want to have this mutually be beneficial because this is a long-term relationship we're going to have. Right. You know, this is not just like, okay, I just gave you this tool. No, our customer support has to be there for you. We have to kind of find out what, if it's working for you, great. What other needs do you have? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, AKA upsell. But we have to do all these different things within the B2B side that allows it to be such a, I would say mutually beneficial um, interaction that you're having with these businesses. So, I mean, I'm, I'm learning as I go, but honestly, like that was that right there. Y'all, 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 y'all rewind that. <laughs> there was so much in that that was said that I think that it needs to go in the bank. Now, you said something recently in an interview, and I was, I didn't even know this. You took course careers as well. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, long story short, I'm always looking to learn. I realized that when I went into sales, that I didn't have a background in the sales, right? So one mm. of the things that my company did was they put me through a company called Miller Hyman's training. And it was more of like in a large account management type of training, account executives type of training and so forth. But I always wanted to know, okay, well, what is that of the role of a ASD or a, not an ASD, but an SDR, BDR and so forth. So of course I saw course careers. I did course careers. It was one of the things that, you know, I had to learn now, did I do it to leverage it? Absolutely. Did I do, do it to get the training in areas that I wasn't really uh, using or re- wasn't really good at? Yes, I did. It's because you want to know, you know, what are some areas that you can improve on? You also want to know what are some areas that your team can improve on as well. I took it more of a, hey, you know what? I need to understand how my team needs to operate so that I can do the better recruiting but also mm. I need to understand exactly how they need to do the roles because, you know, I need to know how to do the role as well too. Right. So yeah. it was a, a, it was, it was beneficial for, for me to take course careers, blew through it. Right. And that gave me an opportunity to meet Troy obviously. And uh, uh, for us to um, uh, build a relationship. Right. So uh, course careers is, is where it's at. Right. A lot of people say, Hey, you know what, do I have to be a, um, you know, a, a, a entry level to use course careers? Absolutely not. You can be anywhere in your life. If you are a student of learning, it is valuable at any stage in your life. And that's what I recommend for people to do is like always be a student to learning and course careers is, is just that. If you don't understand sales, you want to learn about it to learn a little bit more about tech sales and so forth. Course careers is right. And it's only I mean, it's only 500 bucks. I mean, you go out and spend 500 bucks on a pair of Jordans. You go out and spend 500 bucks on a bag. You spend 500 bucks at a night at the bar or a club or a vacation. Why not use it in order for you to gain skills and learn about an industry that will benefit you sometime in your future? And that's what I chose to do, Dylan. Oh, man. So, oh, man. I mean, if, if, if Antoine could go through course careers with all of the wealth of experience and knowledge that he already has, and see the value in course careers. There's no, there's no excuse for you. There is no excuse for you. 
it just it's just like if you want it that bad. I mean, I had a, a little bit of background in sales, but I was like, no, I need to understand what I'm stepping into. Course careers, mm-hmm. let's go. So you have to have the tenacity, you have to have the desire for greatness and to grow. And if that's you, click the link below. Like I said, Course Careers is here right now for you to obtain and for you to grow and to scale from here. And with that being said, let's get back to the scaling conversation because that right there, I know that this is your area of expertise. Let's talk about myself. I'm using myself as a guinea pig. I just mm-hmm. got into tech in November. been doing great. Hit quota every single month since I've been there. Something that they actually are saying, wait a second, we didn't expect that. A person of like myself who's just getting to tech, what would your recommendations be in order to scale in the industry? Very good. Very good. First of all, you have to know where you want to go, Joseph, right? You have to know exactly where you want to go, right? So somebody who's getting into uh, tech sales as an SDR, know where you want to go. Why are you in the sales? What is it that you want to accomplish? What is it that you want to do in your career? Maybe it's just becoming an AS or a, a, a I like to call ASDs. That's what my company calls them. But maybe it's becoming an enterprise account executive one day, right? Or maybe it's like me having bigger dreams and wanting to become a CEO. Have a long-term vision of what it is that you want to accomplish in your career so that you can take the steps every single day to ultimately get there. So that's number one, right? And After you know where you want to go, you have to understand exactly the path that you need to take in order for you to get there. The path in your head may not be the path that ultimately leads you there because the path in my Mm -hmm. head was not ultimately what led me to this GM spot. And I'm sure it's not going to be everything that leads me to the CEO spot one day. It's always going to be twists and turns, but ultimately you will get there. That's how the world works. That's how your mind works. That's how things uh, work in life when you have a dream and a vision and you're taking the steps every single day. Somehow I don't know how you get there. Sometimes I don't sometimes I don't know how I get there a lot of the times, right? But if I dream it, I work towards it, it comes and it it becomes the the, the reality, right? Um, so once you understand where you want to go, right? If that's a to be an enterprise account executive, you want to make sure, Joseph, that one, you are competent in the role that you're in. So you're getting the results. That's most important, right? Well, I wouldn't even say this. Uh, I'll take that back. It is important. It isn't the most important, but the most important thing that you need to do, Joseph, in order for you to scale in your career is to make sure everybody knows how good you are at that job. Okay. Make sure everybody knows how good you are at that job and make sure everybody knows that you want to get to the next row. Mm. It's important. You have to self promote yourself. You have to sell yourself. It's about selling yourself, right? So one of the things that I've learned early in my career was it's important to set clear expectations with your management and leadership. So as a software engineer, believe it or not, I got promoted in nine months to a senior software engineer, faster than the entire cohort and faster than the entire cohort that came in at the same time as me. Okay. How did I do it? Well, I sat down with my late, my manager, right? My manager, his name was Scott Zickert at the time, Joseph. And he said, and, and I said to him, I said, Scott, um, you are a, a senior project lead. Ultimately, how did you get there? Scott said, well, this is the, the path that I took. I said, you know what? I want to I wanna be in your position one day. He was like, you really? I was like, okay, well, what, what's the next step in order for me to get to the next position to you know level up? And yeah. ultimately, he said, a senior software engineer. I said, okay, what is, what is the responsibility of a senior software engineer? He said, this is what they do. I said, okay, well, uh, is it possible that I can get there within six to eight months? And he said, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, what is it that I need to do? So we documented 
the things, the KPIs that I needed to accomplish in order for me to get there. Right. Yeah. And we set that expectation amongst ourselves. I reported back every single week or every single month, right, on the KPIs that I was hitting. I managed him. I made sure that I was going to do my part and that he was going to do his part as well, too. Before you know it, I would hit those KPIs. He was like, Antoine, we had a deal. There you go. Mm. You're promoted. You're doing a job. And if you do that every single step of the way, you ultimately get to where you want to go. First of all, you have to tell people that you want to get there. You have to manage them. Right. You have to get the results that you want to get. And ultimately, you'll you'll get there, Joseph. Right. And you will ultimately get there. So did the yeah. same exact thing as a senior software engineer. Did the same exact thing as when I went into sales. I walked around that place. And, you know, when I first closed my first deal within the first six months, I was walking around telling all the senior managers, hey, you know what? I closed an eight hundred thousand dollar deal. And guess what? I'm the only person that's coming to the sales organization from customer success. And I didn't mm. use my 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 skin tone but you know i was using my skin tone right to yeah. tell people that hey you need to give more people a shot right yeah and i bragged i boasted about myself hey you know what have you guys had anybody come into the sales uh role uh in this complex sales cycle that we have uh hit eight hundred thousand dollars in the first four months mm. and, and nope they didn't have answers right mm. next you know they're coming to you asking you how you did it Right. Yeah. They wanted to know your story, how you were able to do it and so forth. Right. So that's how you scale, Joseph. You 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 have to get the results, but you also have to work with people to help you get there. And you mm. also have to manage people to help you get there. You also have to be a likable person to help you get there. You do all those things, Joseph, you're going to scale fast. And I've used that the entire my entire career, which has allowed me to go from making $48,000 a year, Joseph, to now my last W-2 making $623,000, bro. Say it for them in the bag. How much again? $623,000, man. <laughs> I mean, I I, 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 remember, I was familiar with the number, but I don't know if they were ready for that. No. I don't know if they were ready. In offline, Joseph, I'll show you what my pay package is now as a GM. <laughs> it's been like this. It's going to be a lot more than that. So. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I know he was speaking to me, but I'm, I'm thinking not just for myself. I'm thinking for everybody that's watching. You have to not only kill it, you have to develop a mentor relationship that's a two-way street. You're mm -hmm. meeting them. You're, you're managing them. You're, you're also a likable person. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to promote somebody that they can't stand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they probably want to probably want to kick you out of the company they can't stand you but if they like you and if you're showing results if you're like having that confidence that Antoine has which ah oh man is is through the roof then you're going to pave a way a path that is going to be life-changing so I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna you know go back and write my own notes after this uh because I have to be in the moment but this is exactly this is this is life-changing stuff right here this yeah, is life-changing th stuff think about this Joseph right I'll, I'll give you an example so I live in the Texas area, right? Um, many people go out to eat at restaurants, you know, multiple times and the waiter doesn't even know them. The people at the, 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 within the, the restaurant where they go and dine, they don't know them. I frequent mm -hmm. restaurants almost every single day, right? And one of the things I can tell you is this. When I go and visit one restaurant one time, I'm going to be memorable. Maybe it's because God has gifted me with a deep voice. Maybe God has gifted me with a stature. Maybe as God has gifted me with a, uh, a relatively decent face or whatever it is or height or whatever it is but it's very easy to remember me 
And it's very easy to be memorable yourself. Mm -hmm. Find out what it is that you're memorable for. Maybe it's the way how you treat people and it should be positive. And if you apply that same in your career, those same, that same process being memorable, when you come across people, meet people, sell to people and so forth, you're going to advance in your career fast. You are going to advance in your career fast because anything, Mm. the steps that I've taken, the steps that I explain with you sitting down with my bosses and, you know, hashing it out about, Hey, what are you expecting of me? Right. What are some ground rules? How do we work best together? It's a relationship. It's relationship is it's a relationship. And, and, And ultimately when you have a relationship with somebody and you set clear expectations, if you meet those expectations, if they are responsible for helping you get there, they're going to ultimately help you get there because ultimately yeah. you're making them look good as well, too. Yeah. It's easy to pro- promote somebody that, you know, goes out there and crushes it for me. Right. Yeah. It's easy for me to say, hey, you know what? Joseph's on my team. He hit 100 um, percent of his quota this year and he says he wants to be an A.E. and he's a SDR. You know what, Joseph? You want to be an A.E., right? You say, yeah. OK. Well, I'm going to be like, I'm going to make sure you become an AE because you're doing what I need you to do. You're doing what you need to do for your family. And I want to see you make uh, even more for your family and have even more success. So I'm going to invest in you to help you get to ultimately where you want to get to. But yeah. I wouldn't do that, Joseph, if you wouldn't have said to me, I want to be an AAE, an account executive. You can yep. do 100% of results and keep quiet. And you're expecting people to go out there and, and, and promote you. No, if you ain't asking for it, how how do I know you're in that position? And you're not going to get it, right? So you have to ask. Keep asking for more, but you ultimately don't just ask if you if you're terrible, not getting results. Ask when you are getting the results, and you ultimately really want to get there, and you'll see how fast you will get promoted. Yeah, and and it's funny that you mentioned that. I just I, I recently had a conversation with my manager about it. In fact, I actually. Did get somewhat of a promotion this this week. Congratulations, <laughs> so that, my that's man. Pretty, that's pretty cool. I don't want to date the video, so I won't say the date. But <laughs> it, it happened recently, right? So yeah. uh, I I actually did get that. Um, but I know myself. I'm ambitious, and you see some stories out there, and people are like, they did this, this, and that. Uh, but it kind of comes back to what you said just now, which is your why. And family is a strong why for me, and I mm. and I know it's a strong why for you from the mm. conversations that I've heard. Um, my wife and I, we are married. We have six beautiful children that God has blessed us with. And tech has afforded me the opportunity to have my wife stay longer for her maternity leave with our youngest baby. Mm-hmm. She has been able to now start the process of homeschooling our kids, mm-hmm. which is something that was on my heart for years to do. And on top of that, she is now on top of all that. She was already doing her master's and working full time. Now she's able to do her master's and not have to worry about going back to work right now because of mm. not just tech in itself, but the other opportunities that tech has afforded. Can you shed light? Because I heard you talk about this in the past, if you don't mind, about how tech and being in the tech industry and the opportunities that has opened up to you, whether it was in other endeavors that you had, how has that impacted your family life, your marriage? Because as a married man, I know it's impacted mine. Yeah, let me explain, um, Joseph, and I'll, and I'll tell you this. So in 28, uh, 2015, right? In 2015, when I uh, left the first company that I ever worked for, so I worked for them from 2016 to late uh, 2015, 10 years. Uh, I was doing my MBA at Georgia Tech, and I wanted to leave my MBA with a vice president role, right? Long story short, 
I got the job as a vice president because again, I wanted that role. I was going to pursue that role. I was going to make sure that I talked to recruiters so that I could land that role before I graduated with my MBA. Long story short, I got it. Um, and when I signed on to this new company, which is the same company I'm at right now, um, I got an opportunity to leave the country to move to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Mm. Okay. Prior to that, um, you know, my wife and I were working both full time. I'm making maybe $140,000 a year at that time, maybe 150. My wife is making, you know, $90,000 a year. So you're talking about, you know, $240,000 combined for both of us. We have one child, right? My wife always was, my wife grew up in a house where her mother was a stay-at-home mom. Now, mm -hmm. I didn't grow up in a house where there was a stay-at-home a mom in my house, right? My mom was a hard worker. So I always had, a, I was under the mindset of my wife will always work. Well, wow. it wasn't until we moved to Malaysia that we realized that she was not going to be able to work. She wanted to take a back seat. She had to take a back seat because you can't work in another country like this. So I had got the opportunity to be promoted, making over $200,000 a year. They also paid for our housing. They paid for our car. So ultimately, that two hundred some thousand dollars a year was just going into the bank, right? Ooh. We stayed there for three years, right? Ooh. So that's a that's an opportunity that you're afforded. My wife, of course, she being a, a worker, she had to figure out her life, right? She had to figure out a lot of things. Right? It's an adjustment period for all of us. What value does she bring? Now she's a full time mom. We have a house cleaner. We have a nanny. We have all the things, right? But she needs, still needs to figure out what what she wants to do in her life. So it's afforded, afforded me, Joseph, first of all, an opportunity to allow my wife to take the back seat and figure out whatever it is that she wants to do. Allow yeah. for me to allow for my wife to take care of her health and work out every single day and become super sexy like she was when I first met her, right? You know how it is when you first have a kid, right? Like you have to, women, they have to, you know, balance between themselves and what they think that being a full-time mom is. And sometimes they miss out on sometimes being a full-time wife. Right. Truth, so, truth. so you have to figure out, they have to figure out, you have to help them figure out an opportunity to get it all together. I mm. it allowed for us to get it all together as a family. So that's one piece uh. of it. Um uh uh Joseph. Part two, I would tell you is this. Um coming back from Malaysia, I was able to go into tech sales. Didn't know how I was going to make it happen, but again. You're talking about I'm putting $240,000 in the bank every single year at this point in time, right? And my wife not working. Now they have me moving to the most expensive city in the United States, taking a sales role where I had to take a pay cut because I'm not making $240,000 a year anymore. I had to make a base salary of about $150,000 with a commission plan of another $150,000. So it's going to be more than I was making before if I knock it out of the park. But I don't know if I'm going to knock it out of the park or yet or, or not. Right. So I had to take a, a base pay cut. Right. Move to back to the United States, pay for my own house, pay for my own cars again, pay for everything. Didn't have the nannies, didn't have any of that stuff. Right. Wow. But it also allows me to keep my wife right from coming back to the workforce. Right. Mm. Also allowed for me to because we had two kids by this time for her to come into her own as a homeschool teacher at this point in time. Right. It also allowed for me to get into tech sales. And for me to make over $300,000 that first year, allowing for us to explore uh, vineyards and become, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say connoisseurs, but we love wine, not whatever you want to call it, right? 
on now. Uh, 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 and it also allows me to buy my first rental property in 2018. It also mm. allows me to build the business that I have with Black Heights being a career coach and a career coaching platform to help individuals get into tech and so forth. All mm. of that started in 2018 when I went into tech sales. Okay. Mm. Wow. Not only that, since 2018, you see the income going from 300 plus thousand dollars, 400, 500, 600, and so forth. I'm used to a salary of still $200,000 a year. All that extra money that I'm making is going to rental properties. Now we own 11 rental properties now. Right? Now Black Heights is making a significant amount of money on a monthly basis now with partnerships like you know course careers and level careers and all these other partners, Google and all this other stuff. And also has some other things that I'm working on as well, too, right? So there's a lot that allows for me to, it's it, it, tech sales have allowed for me to do a lot of things, um, uh, uh, Joseph, employing people, choosing people who I want to live in my properties because I'm a, a landlord, right? Choosing mm. who I want to work with. When you have money like that, you can make the choices to do whatever it is that you want, but also it will allow for you to scale, make even more money for you and your family, allowing for us to be able to own a really nice house that has a guest house in the back, allowing for me to own three cars, nothing fancy, but we can take trips anytime we want. Mm. Uh, we can go and visit family anytime we want. We can spend, you know, as, as much money in a day that we want to want as we want. My wife has a hundred dollar budget, you know, that she can spend every single day. So that's thirty one hundred dollars a month. month. That's not including groceries. That's not including her hair. That's not including her nails. She can do it, whatever she wants with that money. She can do with it, right? Mm. And that's allowed for me to do that. Give her the flexibility to do whatever it is that she wants. It allows me to do to own a boat. It allows me to, mm. to go fishing with my son. It allows me to coach with my son. It gives me the time that I want. I can wow. choose to do certain things. I can choose not to do certain things. So it's allowed for me to do a lot of things, um, uh, Joseph. And I uh, I would encourage people just don't look at it from a monetary standpoint. Well. It's hard not to, right? But look at it as for your family, yeah. right? When I wake up every single day, I do this stuff, Joseph, because it's for my family. I know who I'm doing it for. It's for my wife. It's for my kids. Yeah. One day my kids are going to, well, they already see daddy's thumbnails on, on YouTube, <laughs> right? So they always have something to talk about. And, they, and, and my daughter, she goes to school a lot of times. She says, my daddy's a, a, an engineer, but he's also a YouTuber, right? I'm like, I'm not a YouTuber, right? <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but they, the, the, those are things that they can be mm. proud of because they watch mm. YouTube and they see daddy on it and they can go back and, and watch me from, you know, 2018 when I first started and, you know, I was dull and, and wasn't as confident and so forth to, you know, being a guy that I am today. And then next year, you know, 2025 is around 2026, 2020, 2030 is around. We can see that journey wow. and dad will still yeah. be here. Right. So it's allowed for me to create memories it's allowed for me to build generational wealth. It's allowed for me to do all the things that I always wanted to do for my family. And it's a beautiful thing, man. All the things that I wanted to do for my wife, right? And uh, all the things that she's, you know, wanted to do, we're, we're able to do. It's 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 a beautiful thing, Joseph. Man, you are a CEO already. I'm thinking you got employees, you got companies underneath you. Like, and this all was made because of tech, you know? It is, true. If husbands out there, if you want to give your 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 wife, your significant other, the a gift this this anniversary, if you want to give them an opportunity to kind of see you, because I'm telling you, man, 
I mean, I'm, 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 speak, I'm preaching to the choir because you know this, but the admiration that the admiration in my wife's eye when she looks at me now, holding it down as I am, it, it's worth all the money in the world. Mm. That just admiration alone. Mm. Mm. Um, and so, mm. whew, if you want to give a gift to your significant other, get into tech. <laughs> that, yeah, that, they'll, they'll, they'll be thanking you later on. They'll be like, thank you. Thank it's true. And <laughs> Joseph, let me, let me, let me uh, even build on that, my man. Please. Yes. Um, the admiration is going to come when you say you're going to do something and you execute it. It's not saying you're going to do something you don't execute because a lot of people yeah. say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I get it all the time. And so I'm going to book a session. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But the admiration comes in, even from a career coach like myself, when you absolutely execute and you focus and you get it done. That's the admiration that you're going to have from your wife when you say, hey, you know what, babe? I'm getting ready to get into tech sales. And before you know it, I'm going to be making $80,000. Let's say you're making $40,000 today. I'm going to be making $80,000 next year. And you get into tech sales. Next, you know, you're making $80,000 a year. She's going to look at you and say, whoa, maybe that's something I can do. Oh, how can I even help you to support your dreams to make you allow for you to make even more money? Right. A lot of people think that, hey, you know what? They're going to get a whole bunch of followers your even your spouse that they're going to just naturally follow you Well, they're going to follow people who lead they're going to follow yeah. people who do what they say they're going to do right they're going to follow people that are really in it for the benefits of everybody else in that household not you being selfish not you saying you're going to do something don't do it right if you're that person that says you're going to do something and don't do it you think your wife's going to follow you no you think anybody else in the business world is going to follow you no what are you expecting Get it right, guys. Get it together. Get into tech. Go ahead and sign up for Course Careers today. Right? Joseph is giving you the link. If you're going to do it, do it. Execute. You'll see that it's going to change who you are as a person, but it's also going to change your family dynamics as well if you execute. That's right. right? People are going to follow you. Get into the content creation space. Tell your story. People are going to follow you. You're going to be able to make more money than you ever could have imagined. Execute, guys. Focus. There you go. I'm just shaking my head because they're like, yes, 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 to everything. It's starting to hurt a little bit. But <laughs> you know, you man, this has been so good. I mean, I want to sum up the mindset that one needs to have as confidence, but I feel like you have a better word based off of your life and your your everything that you've experienced. What would be as we I was as we were closing on this conversation, what would be this the one that one mindset? trait that you think someone needs to have to not only be where you are, but to scale from there? You know, I would say this. Execute more than you talk. Mm. That's it. I, I think about it for my stuff, my, my, myself, Joseph, right, is, you know, a lot of people talk a big game. I don't talk about anything I haven't done. I don't talk about anything that I don't know anything about. Mm. Right. But what I would say is that I execute. If I want to do something and I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to get it done. And if it takes me longer than, you know, more people, I'm still going to get it done. So I execute to completion. No matter where the results is, I execute to completion. And you will see along that journey that a lot of it is just about, you know what? Continue to chip away, continue to chip away, continue to chip away, persistence, showing up, Right. And, you know, you're going to build the confidence over time. I wasn't the smartest person coming out of college. I wasn't the smartest person getting into tech sales. Mm. I wasn't the smartest person, you know, in my family. 
you know, but I will tell you this right now. Um, probably making a lot more money <laughs> than a lot of people. <laughs> that is without right? a statement. It's, it's because of execution. It's yeah. because of execution, right? It's nothing yeah. else. It's nothing else because of execution. I say I'm going to do something and I do it. And I figure out a way to do it. Maybe that's just the engineering brain, right? Because, you know, engineers have that mindset of like, you know, like, okay, well, I want to do something. Well, how do I make that happen? And you just keep thinking about it. Make sure you know you say, oh, I'm going to start here. I'm going to start here. It's like putting the puzzle together. Ultimately, you say, God darn, man, that was a thousand piece puzzle and I got it done. Maybe it took you two years. Maybe it only took you Mm. one month. Maybe it took you six months. But you continue to put that puzzle together and ultimately it's going to lead you to what it is that you were thinking about from the get go. So execute guys execute continue to execute stop talking all the time about what you want to do don't get started jump into the fire just do it i like the i like to use the nike uh slogan right and that's that's how i am all the time i told myself i was going to grad go to go to go to grad i was going to go to grad school my wife is pregnant and i just got a promotion i'm like man how am i going to be balanced all this stuff just bought a new house just did it just did it look where it turned out Look how it turned out. I was able to get my VP job, making more money than I ever had in my life at that point in time. Said mm-hmm. I was going to go into sales. I wanted to get in sales. Somebody encouraged me to get in sales. Of course, I had my doubts. Just did it. Didn't know how it was going to turn out. Right? Look where I am right now. Said I was going to start Black Heights and help people get into tech. I did it. Five years later, I'm on a platform, Mr. Joseph. Right? Making over $900 a day <laughs> for this, this one business. <laughs> So me giving my wife a hundred dollars a day, it's easy. Say <laughs> <laughs> so you said me speaking to Joseph. I mean, like, I'm speaking to you, Mister Antoine. Wayne. I'm like, I'm like, man, we were able to make this happen. That that this is amazing. Oh man, my mind's blown. I'm always blowing these interviews, but my mind is blown today. This is gonna be like a three part series. Like we like, we have a, we have a, we have a, have a discussion post about this and stuff. This has been incredible, and it's so amazing when. Like you said, you executed now. You're just sharing what you did. Is it? That's it. That's it. Oh, man. Well, family, thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, the comment section was your notebook. So go ahead, write down notes there. Also, look, it's a study group down there. You can look at each other's notes and compare, right? I want you guys to engage in this because this is transformational information here. I mean, we're talking to somebody. I'm I'm just going to say, I normally don't really put out figures. This person is a millionaire. Like, you could figure it out. You you could figure it out based off of what was said. This uh, on his way to be a multimillionaire, decamillionaire. Like the, the the sky is the limits for this brother. We were able to have a conversation with Mr. Antoine Wade. Please don't take that for granted. Get this information while you can. Go to his page. I'm going to put the information below. Subscribe if you want some coaching. Get to his coaching. Go ahead. Subscribe to that. Pay whatever he's asking for because it's worth it. You heard it here for yourself. You know that this is good food. Yo, this is good food, man. So go ahead, get your knife and fork, get your napkin, and dive in. Until next time, family, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care.